Welcome to the very first Cavoodle specific podcast, focusing on raising Cavoodles in particular. I'm your host, Tiana Karamayas, a Cavoodle breeder and coach with over 14 years of combined experience raising Cavoodles and working within the health, grooming and training sectors of the small animal industry. As a coach, my philosophy is simple. A Cavoodle should always complement your lifestyle, never complicate it. If you're interested in achieving this with your puppy, then this podcast is for you. Do you have a new Cavoodle or are you thinking of getting one soon? Join my email list via the link in the show notes or at tianacaramayas.com slash essentials for free access to my Cavoodle Essentials ebook, including a new Cavoodle shopping list and a socialization guide. By joining the list, you'll also receive bite-sized tips and advice about raising Cavoodles delivered straight into your inbox each week. Remember to hit the follow button to never miss an episode and also follow me on Instagram at Tiana Karamayas for more tips and advice about raising Cavoodles. Hello, welcome back to episode 31 of the Cavoodle Coach podcast. My name is Tiana Karamayas and I'm your host. So firstly, I just wanted to apologize for not having an episode available last Thursday. I actually ended up having a very busy week. So last Monday on the 21st of November 2022, Nessie, my cavoodle, she actually gave birth to four beautiful little toy cavoodles. So my week was just consumed with fussing over the puppies, making sure they were all being fed enough and getting all the milk they needed. And I'm very happy to say they have almost doubled in weight in one week, which is fantastic. And they're all doing so, so well. Nessie too, she is just completely obsessed with them and she is the most incredible mother I have ever seen. So I've been very busy this past week but now I am back and I am here to give you an update on what curriculum I've been doing with the puppies in the last week. So as I mentioned in the last episode, I'm going to be spending one episode per week over the next 10 weeks explaining what I am doing as a breeder with the Cavoodle puppies to prepare them for their new homes. And this is to hopefully give you an idea of what you need to look out for in a breeder when you're looking for your very own toy Cavoodle. So let's jump straight into it. Week one with toy Cavoodles, what I do as a breeder. So firstly, I wanted to talk about why I use a curriculum program. So as part of my curriculum program at River City Puppies, I use positive reinforcement training that consists of a variety of early neurological stimulation exercises early scent introduction exercises, and proper socialization. Now, the reason being, for the first few months of a puppy's life, they reach different behavioral and developmental milestones almost weekly. And so what I do is I work with the puppies each week to help them reach their full potential by positively introducing them to new objects, sounds, experiences, people, places that they might encounter as an adult dog. As you know, Cavoodles can be very prone to separation anxiety, social anxiety, and what a breeder does with puppies in the early weeks of their life is so monumentally important and impactful on the temperament of the dog as they grow up. So the reason why I use a curriculum program is because up until 12 weeks of age, a puppy's brain, it's like a sponge. This means they absorb and process new information, situations, and experiences at a much faster rate than an older dog. So in circumstances where an older dog will require multiple ongoing training sessions to learn a new behavior, a puppy who is under 12 weeks of age only needs to be exposed to a training exercise or situation once for only a few minutes for it to have the same lifetime effect. 
So as a breeder, a breeder keeps the puppies in their care for the first eight to 10 weeks of their life. And that means the majority of your puppy's um, behavior in this critical socialization period is being shaped by the breeder, which is why it's so important that the breeder actually knows what the puppy's development is in terms of how many weeks old they are and also that the breeder understands just what they need to do in that specific week to make sure the puppy is reaching their full potential. So the main reason why younger younger puppies only require such a short amount of experience and exposure to shape their reactions to new training exercises and situations is because their brains have not yet fully developed to recognize and process thoughts of reasoning and fear. So this makes, this makes them very curious to new experiences and allows them to practice starter recovery without any long-lasting psychological effects. Now, when I talk about starter recovery, what I mean is your puppy's ability to be shocked by something, let's say it's a loud noise, and then to recover from it. Cavoodles are prone to anxiety. So there are a lot of cavoodles out there who are anxious at sounds of fireworks, planes, blenders, washing machines, so many things. And if you purposely expose them positively to these sounds at this young age, they are so much more comfortable when exposed to these sounds as an adult dog and they won't have the same reaction of anxiety and fear. So from days 1 to 14, this is the first developmental period for the puppies. Right now, they are 8 days old. And starting on day 3, I began their ENS and ESI curriculum exercises. So when a newborn puppy is born, they are born um, without being fully developed. They cannot hear, they cannot see, they cannot walk. They are completely helpless and completely dependent on their parents, so their mum for survival. They cannot even go to the toilet on their own. Mum actually has to stimulate them and lick them for them to be able to go to the toilet. So they're very defenseless at this age, but that does not mean curriculum doesn't start. So on days three, we start doing the ENS and ESI curriculum exercises. And this means we hold the puppies in a variety of positions to help stimulate their neurological systems. Uh, And I'm going to go through that in a little bit more detail now. So early neurological stimulation exercises and early scent introduction exercises are a series of short exercises on the puppies, which includes gently stimulating their toes, holding them in different positions to stimulate their cardiovascular and neurological systems, placing them on a cold cloth for three to five seconds to stimulate the neurological system to recognize temperature change. And these exercises are only performed on puppies that are not already showing signs of stress. These exercises go from days 3 to 16, and what I do is I expose them to different scents every day as well. So in my little whelping room, I have a collection of little containers with different scents, such as garlic, basil, um, bay leaves, cinnamon, all these different scents, and each day I expose the puppies to these scents. Now, the lifelong benefits of early neurological stimulation and early scent introduction includes improved cardiovascular performance and heartbeats, greater resistance to disease, stronger adrenal glands, higher tolerance to stress, and increased no scent awareness. And 
Believe it or not, but long-term studies have shown that puppies that are raised with ENS and ESI show better problem-solving skills, a better temperament, a calmer demeanor in new or challenging situations, a better learning potential, and better performance potential. So the benefits of doing this simple exercise with the puppies at this young age are so extensive, and that's why it's so important to find a breeder who is aware of the development of the puppy and is utilizing that development of the puppy from day three. Learning for our puppies start when they can't even see or hear or walk. It starts on day three and the benefits of these exercises are so amazing on the puppy's temperament and demeanor as an adult dog. So there you have it. That is what I've been doing with the puppies this week. So twice a day I weigh the puppies. I then record their ENS and ESI results. So whether they were having a forceful process or they were mild protest, what they thought of the scent, was it a positive, neutral, negative reaction? I record all these details on these sheets. I share it with my litter families if they are asked for them. And I also clean the whelping box out once a day. And that's it. It's very critical at this young age that, that the puppies spend all of their time with their mother and that I don't interrupt and get involved too much. If a puppy is handled too much or in the wrong way at this age, what it can do is increase the stress in the puppy and can really affect their temperament later on. So if you handle the puppies too much now, it can lead to the puppies having a lot of overexcitable energy and unable to have the ability to calm down as an adult dog. So it's really important that they spend all of their days in their mother's care and I only take them out of the box once per day to clean the whelping box, do the exercises with them and this only takes a few minutes. Now, in terms of Nessie, Nessie is the mother of the puppies. She gets a daily dam check every day. So I give her her calcium supplement twice a day. She receives three mils, and this helps with all the milk production that she's doing at the moment. She gets weighed every day. She gets a temperature taken twice a day to make sure she doesn't have an increase in temperature, which can lead to mastitis. I also check all of her nipples for mastitis, massage her, brush her, clean her teeth, give her plenty of cuddles and plenty of food. She is currently eating about four to five times her normal amount just to keep up with the production of milk and how much these puppies are eating. So she is getting all of my attention and she is so happy and healthy. Everyone's gaining weight. Everyone is doing really well. And I am so excited to see them grow in the next week or so when they start to open their eyes. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope you found it useful. If you have, please share it with a friend who is looking at getting a Cavoodle or already has one. And if you haven't already, please also remember to leave a review and rate this podcast. I'd love to read your feedback and hear what you think of this podcast. All right, I will see you in the next episode. This has been your Cavoodle coach, Tiana Karamayas. See you later. 